Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they found today, and we're pleased to welcome Dominic Jean, who's the news editor of the Indiana Daily Student at Indiana University. Dominic, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on, Kenny. Tell us about the story you found today, and tell us why the rest of us should look for it as well. So the particular story I brought up for today is about gerrymandering, and it's particularly brought to you by 538, a news organization that focuses on analysis, um, statistics, and data, and data. And so they have been doing a project for the past few weeks now on gerrymandering in, throughout different states and on what gerrymandering actually means. We have really, in the United States, we've really come across this thing where gerrymandering has become like our latest sin. It's become the thing that we blame for extremism, for non-competitive elections, and for pretty much everything else. But 538 digs into that and shows us that that maybe isn't the case like we thought it was. And so they really go after that and provide some really key analysis into that. So how are we coming to a conclusions that what we might have had as a consensus opinion about the, the perils of gerrymandering? might not necessarily be the case. Yeah. So first off, recent surveys have shown that more than half of the United States, people in the United States think that gerrymandering is bad. But the issue is, what exactly is gerrymandering? We don't have a clear definition of it or what partisan gerrymandering is or anything like that. And the key fact, I think, that comes out in 538's reporting is this idea of self-sorting, that people generally move towards areas where people around them have the same views that they have. People in Bloomington, for example, go to Bloomington because they know it as a place that is friendly towards LGBTQ relations and towards a more democratic vibe, perhaps. Or maybe you go down to Lawrence County in Bedford because you know that a Democrat doesn't run there in elections. And that's not gerrymandering. That's just people choosing to live where they feel more comfortable. And so that is what is a key part of that analysis of theirs. I noticed that uh, 538 has quite a few uh, looks into this as an issue that's impacting us nationally recently. Is there a particular impetus behind all this that you're aware of? Yeah. In particular, we have a case that's going up in the Supreme Court right now to do with Wisconsin. And it really hinges right now, we think, on Justice Kennedy and on what he's going to say about it. And we're trying to figure out how to measure partisan gerrymandering, if there is partisan gerrymandering. And so there are three main things that Kennedy has talked about he wants, um, and the Supreme Court have talked about, that they want to have to try and figure this out. Uh, An intent for partisan gerrymandering, if it shows significant discrimination over time, and then if there are any other reasons why this voting pattern has uh, occurred. And so that... Supreme Court case has really been a big impetus behind this, and we've seen a continuing trend over the past 50 years that have shown that this polarization in counties that have become increasingly Republican or increasingly Democrat has kept going up. And so, so you mentioned this over time, and this is an interesting part of this examination to me. This is not a recent phenomenon. You just mentioned 50 years. The practice dates back in this country for 200 years now. Mm-hmm. So why now? Well, I think we're really starting to notice it now. I mean, you it was the one of the 2016 was announced as probably one of the most divisive elections we've ever had. And that and we have this increasing idea of polarization in the United States. And so it's really starting to come to the forefront. We're looking for 
a solution. We're looking for what the problem is, and people keep pointing to gerrymandering. But that's just not being proven as the case. Um, 538 also brings up a white paper, research paper, where they looked at this in depth over the course of years. And again, gerrymandering isn't necessarily what's causing polarization. It's much more likely a symptom of this kind of self-sorting we're seeing and people just wanting to be around people who share their values and not deal with people who don't. You could talk about this typically on on local municipal or, or congressional levels, but you're looking at this in that sentence and really a, potentially in a larger scope. I don't want to be in that state because it's blue or red. I want to be in the other state because it's red or blue, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, admittedly, you can't gerrymander an entire state. But the issue is you know that certain states are becoming increasingly red or increasingly blue. For example, California or take Texas or Alabama. Each of those is significantly more red or more blue than it was in previous years. And you can keep seeing this if you look at data maps. And so you just have this thing where you know these counties and these states to be more of one thing than the other. And so you go there and you make them more so. They're more red, they're more blue because you go there. And so it's a continuing trend because because we self-sort. So if we're blaming the wrong thing, are we still getting the same impact? Because one of the criticisms of gerrymandering is that it has its own ways of depressing uh, participation mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the extremism, if you will, that it's believed to cause. We're still seeing that even if it's not gerrymandering. We're just blaming the wrong thing, right? Yeah, and I think, I think the issue we also have is what do we want? Like what do we want in our elections? What do we want in our districts and our counties? What, do we, what are we looking for? Are we looking for a competitive election? Are we looking for a fair distribution or congruent districts instead of having weird alligator or reptile shapes? Um, what are we looking for? And we have so many different criterias right now that they clash. If you want a compact district that looks like a square, that's going to probably divide a, a city or a town and divide a community. But if you have these weird alligator or reptile shapes like you can sometimes ski or a skateboard or something like that, that has its own issues. And people are like, how did this come about? And so we have to look at what we want. If we are looking at making competitive districts, that's one thing. And I think that might be the best course that 538 presents, that we should just go for independent commissions that are encouraged to make competitive districts to make it so that some districts are obviously going to be more Republican or Democrat, but there is a large minority of districts which are then competitive, which could go either way. And that could really go for this idea of Republican government that we like so much. If it's a bad thing, what's happening? Can we say it's a bad thing if this is just sort of a natural evolution of a migratory pattern of groups? Or if is it a bad thing how do you fix it? I think it's a good point. I think I think we can definitely say it's a bad thing because we're not we're not talking to each other in this kind of self-sorting or or gerrymandering for that matter. It means that we're not discussing, we're not compromising, we're not reaching bilateral and bipartisan relationships with each other, and that is an issue. I think in any country and especially in a country like ours which is still relatively young in the grand scheme of things. And so solutions, that's, that's where I think 538 comes on a little bit of a we don't really know. But I think that's also a part, of the, a part of the thing. They don't know, but they're starting to address what's the real problem. 
And I think we're looking at attitudes in voters is really where it's at. Um, and trying to change that and trying to change this thing instead of my party needs to win, then we need to find what's best for the greatest number of people. We've got links for Dominic Jean, who's the news editor of the Indiana Daily Student, and to this story at 538 as well. All that's below the audio. Please do check those out. Dominic, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Kenny. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith.